Hey TRB fans, for the best in Star Wars accessories and jewelry, head to jewelrybrands.shop for items spanning the entire Star Wars galaxy from the Mandalorian to the Skywalker Saga and beyond. I'm wearing a Grogu pin myself right now. Their items are top of the line, best stuff you can get out there. And make sure you use code TRB at checkout to get 10% off your order. Jewelrybrands.shop, the best in Star Wars accessories and jewelry. Welcome back to the Resistance Broadcast. I'm John. Thank you so much for joining us today. Monday, 2-22-21. We are the official podcast of StarWarsNewsNet.com. There you go. Learn it. Love it. Go there every day for all of your Star Wars news. Uh, James and Lacey with me as always. We are getting a little cutesy today on TRB. Uh, we're a very serious podcast, but I'm today we're, cutesy. we're taking a turn down <laughs> Adorable Avenue, and we're going to explore the 12 most adorable moments in Star Wars history, in our opinion, and then we'll want to know what you guys are saying about that. Uh, James, what is the dealio? How you doing, man? The dealio is I feel like the richest poor person in the world. And that's because I figured out today that my air filter was blocking all the heat. So for the past like two weeks, we've been like, heater can't heat up the house. It's 50, 58 degrees in the house. We're doing fires and trying to do everything like that. So all of a sudden I pulled that out and I'm like, oh, it's warm in the house. So I treated myself to two bags of ramen for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Eating like a king. Yes, exactly. Right, now, did you use like uh, Fuji water in your ramen, or was it uh, regular tap water? No, regular tap, but tap tap's okay. better than bottled water. Okay, fair, fair enough. Look it up, Lacey. Uh, you've been eating ramen too. What's 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 going on with you? No, I had egg noodles tonight. I'm a big egg, egg noodle fan. So you both did noodles. Yeah, we're doing yeah. the noodle thing. I yeah, love noodles. noodles. Noodles and so company cool. never meant anything more to me than it does right now. I had Although I do love how John didn't laugh at any of my cute jokes at the top of the show. <laughs> well, let's be honest. Um, I <laughs> Where are you ignored, going with this? I ignored all of them because <laughs> I wanted to save the cute element for the segment later. Ah. So I should just come back for the... Bring them back later. No, I no, should you come stay back. here. You stay here. Oh, okay. Recycle sure? the jokes later, and then I'll <laughs> laugh at them later. Okay, but I do have a serious question, though. Oh, boy. When you're doing the show, do you practice pointing across your chest in the mirror? Like, you like, this is what I'm wearing today. This is what I'm going to do. You know, you want to know what I really do? I do this. (laughs) (sighs) For our audio listeners, I'm doing lion face. I didn't make a face. I just made a paw. 
Yeah, sure. You're right. exaggerating. Everybody go to Lacey's Twitter from uh, last Thursday and look <laughs> at her doing lion poses as she's hawking t-shirts. And tell me how fierce I look in the comments yeah. below. Yeah. Very fierce. Not cute at all. Fierce. Get it right. All right. Um, James, we uh, we usually do a segment to open the show. Sometimes it's fronted by Baze Malbus, sometimes cheer at Imway. Who do we got this week, buddy? I fear nothing for all this as the force wills it. Well, I guess that was cheer it. He has been missing. I don't know if he's been missing. We did we did the Baze, the one with the force a little bit ago, and it was kind of out of nowhere. So we've been doing Will the Force, I guess, for a while. But it yeah, feels like it's been a while. Would you say it's back? I might say it's back. <laughs> I might look... say that it's back child. <laughs> James, look back for the Force Grogu. and you will you will always find cheer it. Yes, exactly. All right. Well, this week, um, we are going to do uh, Will the Force with a couple of our resistance officers submitting topics this week. Um, and the first one... The first question is from Commander Christian Morales, and Christian wanted to know, will Wait, Disney... Wait, hold on. For people on. listening right now... Waiting. Our news episode was last Thursday, if you're confused right now. So go back and listen to that. This is the fun one. Yeah. Okay. We normally do news on Mondays, but we're, this is a little different this week. Um, Two weeks As in it a row. was last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Christian uh, wanted to ask us the question, will Disney or Lucasfilm Limited ever release... Star Wars, the Disney Disney Plus content on Star Wars. Uh, wait, sorry. How do I phrase this? Star Wars Disney Plus content on 4K Blu-ray. I actually mm-hmm. misread the question. I'm reading it now. I, I was reading it like I read it in my head earlier. So, okay, it's Star Wars Disney Plus content on 4K Blu-ray, so physical version of that. Um, Lacey, I'm going to go with you first on this one. What do you think? First of all, I really enjoyed how you called it Lucasfilm Limited. Because it's LFL. It's LFL, no ever, buddy. No one ever calls it that, but I enjoyed it. Um, I would say that they will, but not right now. Because they want you to sign up for Disney+. Plus. So eventually, but for the next probably couple of years, they're going to want you to uh, to sign up every month. Give them money. Mm, okay. Yeah, I actually understood the question as will, like the Disney Plus version of Star Wars. Like the McClunky mm. version. And I was no, like, no, I, ah. I was thinking like uh, no, Mandalorian. Mandalorian, like Mandalorian. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so that's why I was like, the, the Disney Plus version of Star Wars is why I got all messed up with my wording. <laughs> John, what do you think? Do you think they're going to be releasing Mandalorian and other such? On oh, absolutely. 4K? Yeah, because you know how Star Wars fans are. Even if it's on TV every week, people are still buying versions. And when they release a new version with a different. Uh, packaging fans are buying those copies up they're going to make a lot of money selling the mandalorian on physical media and for people to also honestly own own really own a digital copy as well because it being on disney plus you don't own that at some point you can lose your subscription or if if something happens where disney plus goes away or they take content down we've seen people complain about you know the office left netflix and now oh i don't have the office anymore uh, so with Star Wars, fans are very possessive over Star Wars, and I think fans will buy that physical media even if they have a Disney Plus subscription. So it, to me, it's it's not a matter of if, it's when it will happen. And I would absolutely certainly buy The Mandalorian in some kind of cool uh, physical media package, which obviously would come with a digital download. So I'm going yes. No. 
Um, I I knew that was coming. I mean, yeah. Was, now, yeah. I I I don't know much about this. I, I'm like I, I think I've been told a number of times. Do they do Stranger Things on Blu-ray? And people they did. Said, yes, they and do. And it made okay. it look like uh, a VHS tape. Yeah, but I I'm still in the mindset that that no, they don't do this because I I don't think the general show does this, especially ones that are like Netflix, for instance, could release copies of their content, but I don't think they do. Um, and and. I, I just I I really feel like the world is moving in a different direction where it's in the best interest of the companies to hold that property tight. Like it almost like in a way like that's the new Disney vault. Like instead of having it to themselves and then kind of releasing it at certain eras, they're just saying, no, the you get it by subscribing and being a regular member. Um, and that's the only way. Uh, that you're going to be able to have access to this. It's the code to get it. Um, so I, I mean, I really... they're still releasing the movies that they release on Disney Plus as movies. Like they're still releasing probably Raya, Last Dragon, and uh, Soul will probably be Mulan. released, and Cruella will probably be released on DVD. So the only difference is that this is a TV show. But for how show. long? I'm saying well, I think I think down the line that all that stops. Hmm. I think physical media is is the bigger well, issue the, there. For the sake of the mm. question, you don't think The Mandalorian will ever be available to purchase, is what you're saying? It is available for purchase right now. I can tell you how to get it. He's doing the James Bainey. He's doing the James <laughs> Bainey thing, folks. <laughs> I, I, I understand what you're saying. You're, 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 you're leasing the, the Mandalorian right now. You're not buying The Mandalorian. You're leasing I understand. It. <laughs> yeah. I own it. I yeah. own the, the Mandalorian. I want to yeah. own The Mandalorian, James. I want to own it. I know. I want to own bands' CDs, and they just don't do them anymore. Like some you can bands still download do. Music. Yeah, you're downloading the music. That's correct. <laughs> yeah. What's the next? What's the next question? <laughs> anyway, yeah, I think I think physical media is on its way out, and I think it's going to be something that's that's held on to by a certain core group of people, but it's going to be very rare. Uh, to find it almost like when a band does like a vinyl release or something it's like oh that's cool like oh they're oh they're actually gonna do a physical thing that's neat it's a special edition i mean to be honest as a movie fan myself it's rough right now looking for physical copies of stuff unless you get it Mm -hmm. through amazon or you get it right when it comes out if you were to go to like a best buy or a target or whatever their movie sections are smaller and smaller and smaller i think target used to have like six or eight aisles of movies it's down to two and one of them is disney stuff everything else is like random five dollar movies but i mean it's harder to find physical media and i think that's like you're saying james it's like a it's a thing about the industry as a whole however in this instance i agree with john that star wars fans are willing to buy all the different versions and buy the physical copies that it would make sense if they're looking to make money which disney is right now they would put out different versions like a steel book or, you know, the Target one where you can switch out the fronts and it comes with a little figure or whatever because I'm the sucker that falls for it and goes out and buys the digital copy and the steel book and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. I just I just don't know where they draw the line, you know. Individuals sure. want physical copies. The people, the overall group of people, probably don't customers care. don't care yeah. or they sure. want the the convenience of digital. So um, all right, sure. moving on to the next question. Will Bo-Katan be killed by Din Djarin in a duel over the Darksaber and Mandalore? John, you're, I'm right back at you on this one. What do you think? I don't think so. 
Um, I think it's going to be one of those situations where someone else combats him first and maybe then she takes that person out. Um, so I, I, I'd be hard pressed to think that it's going to be Din Djarin who kills Bo-Katan, but I could also see her dying too at the same time, but I don't, I just don't think it'll be by his hand. Mm-hmm. All right, Lacey, what do you think? Bo-Katan is going to be killed by Din Djarin. It's crazy because when she showed up in season two, we were talking about like, did we think she was going to be killed? And I honestly thought Moff Gideon was going to kill her at the end of the season as like Mm a kind of hero's journey, like pushing him over to do the right thing or he takes Grogu and then that totally fell apart because I'm not Jon Favreau and I don't know what he's thinking. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, But I 100% agree with Jon that she'll she might die which could be a very like dramatic emotional death because she's really really loved by all different types of fans but i don't think that din will do it because that's like a really dark turn for din's character and right now he's done the i don't care about anybody turn to i care about grogu and i care about the people that are around me and i'm doing the right thing that would be a weird turn to go back the other way Mm mm-hmm yeah. And there's no indication that she's his faux katan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I agree with John. Um, and no, I, no, no, <laughs> no. And I agree with Lacey even more, like doubling down on that. I, I think the reason that it's not going to happen is because that would make fans of Bo-Katan suddenly dislike Din Djarin, the main hero. And they're supposed to be on the same side, too, that type of thing. Yeah. And, I mean, there's always the chance that she goes villainous and, Mm, you know, mm -hmm. something like that. But I just don't think they're going to do that. I think think John's right on the sense that, like, she's she is going to die at some point, but it's probably going to be by the hands of somebody else for motivational purposes, not, like, the lead being the guy who takes out a comrade at this point. I mean, she's, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, yeah. Next one is actually uh, a submission from Patreon, and this one comes from Commander Brian Landers. And Brian wanted Brian. to know, hey yeah, Brian, um, when will we get a trailer for the Book of Boba Fett? And he says, <laughs> get as specific as you want in this. So, Lacey, what do you think? Book of Boba Fett trailer. When is it dropping? Called it culture. That okay? So I'm working backwards here <laughs> in what we know. We know it's coming out in December of next year, so they probably wouldn't put out a trailer until this end year. Of... This year, sorry, this year. What year is? Still got that 2020 brain going. <laughs> Robin yeah. Williams. What year is it? That's how I feel all <laughs> yeah. the time. Uh, that was a Jumanji joke for people that don't get it. Um, right. anyway. So the rock. That being said, what they did this year is they did it in August for mandalorian and then they did like tv spots and trailers going throughout the fall i think they're going to do the same thing disney doesn't like to stray from marketing plans as we've seen from the sequel trilogy so i'm going to say august august what do you think john um there's no d23 this year right the mandalorian trailer wasn't for d23 they just released it didn't they that wasn't my question was it well i thought that's where Is your the- your thinking was going yeah was supporting your your logical I assume there's not one, right? There is nothing this year. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, you're probably right, Lacey. They seem to like those patterns, right? And I think Mando seasons Copy one Copy paste that calendar. Both were around <laughs> end of August. Um, mm-hmm. Aside from the celebration sneak peek we got in, in 19. 
Uh, so yeah, I'm thinking before Labor Day. Yeah, and like very end of August, uh, we'll get uh, the first teaser for Book of Boba Fett. The It'll teasers like an and stuff. Drop. Yeah, the teasers and stuff are mostly for the general audience. They're not really for us diehard fans. We're already gonna be watching it. We're already looking forward to it. So they're looking for those general audiences that are gonna get it, get their attention. And they don't want to put that too far away from when the show premieres because people forget. Right. Life is crazy. <laughs> so here's why I think you're both wrong. Oh, James Bainey. So, yeah, I, I looked at the... Okay, so the first episode of The Mandalorian Season 2 dropped uh, October 30th, and the first trailer was September 15th. So a month and a half before the first episode dropped. Mm, mm-hmm. So if this episode, if the first episode of Book of Boba Fett drops and they didn't say December, they said this Christmas. So if it's aiming for December 25th, then I think the most likely date would probably be Thanksgiving. Black Friday. Uh, that's Black smart. Fr- Thanksgiving, Black Friday. Yeah, yeah, that's smart. Working backwards. See, mm-hmm. I didn't work. I worked too far. I went too ba- too far back. <laughs> I think the the hang up there was you guys both said that it came like mid to late August, but it was actually yeah. mid September, and that was a lot closer. Didn't we, get a, and we got remember, a teaser in August, didn't we? Am I, I losing so. it? I'm losing my mind. <laughs> September fifteenth. I don't remember them saying Book of Boba Fett was Christmas. That was remember- that was Kathleen Kennedy, wasn't it? She said the next chapter in The Mandalorian is Christmas. Right. So So she was very specific. The next chapter, Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean the next season. That's the next chapter, which would be Boba Fett. And that's all I'm basing it on is her statement that it's coming at Christmas as opposed to December. I agree with you, James. I think it would be... This actually follows the logic of they don't want to do it too far from the show so people forget about it. It would be that time. Yeah, about a month. Because they're falling more and more on... They they know people are going to watch it. All right, depending, last... Oh, no. Thanksgiving Day Parade is on uh, NBC. So it would have to be like a football game or something. Thanksgiving football game, maybe? Could be. Or it could just be Black Friday. Black Friday. Like, yeah, yeah, they just drop it that day or whatever. Um, okay, last question is, it's a hot issue, but it's back again. Let's check in with all of our takes on this one. Are we going to see a Star Wars movie written and directed by Ryan Johnson? <laughs> John, you're up first. What do you think? No. Nope. No. I, yeah, and I I gave I flushed out my thoughts pretty well I think on Thursday's show. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, and, and as much as I would love to see Ryan Johnson do more Star Wars cuz I really did like the Last Jedi and I really like all of his other movies. Um it just it's there's just weird stuff that it's just that this non-talked about Voldemort thing it Lucasfilm for some reason. I like that reference. Fans are just so poisonous over it, whether they love him or hate him on both sides. It's just right, and they they have all these other movies lined up. And so, if his movie is coming out, it's in like ten years. It's just like crazy, man. So, as much as I would love to, uh, I don't. I really don't think it's happening. I Hmm. still don't think it's happening. I know it's still officially announced and all that. I don't think we're gonna see it. All right, Lacey, what do you think? Yeah, I agree with John. We did talk about this last Thursday, so if you guys want our full takes, definitely check that out. But um, just quickly give my input is I don't think it's happening. And the reason I don't think it's happening, which is different from wanting it to happen, 
want to make that clear because more Star Wars is always good Star Wars to me. So I will take it. But the reason I don't think it's happening is because they announced it back in 2017. Ram Bergman said that he was, they were working on it in 2018 and that it would be coming out in the next two years. It is now 2021 and they're still saying the same line of it's in development. It's we're working on it. And also sprinkled throughout the past couple of years, I know someone asked Ryan at one point on a red carpet about it, and he had said, oh, I haven't heard anything or something was what he had said. To me, I think the best thing that Lucasfilm and Disney can do right now is to just come out and say if it's happening or not. And because they haven't, and they didn't do it on the Disney Investor Day, which is the big day they wanted everybody to give them money, to me says they're not doing it. Just like they held doing the Gina Carano, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Rangers of the New Republic. Mm -hmm. They were supposed to, quote, from sources, announce that, and they didn't. So my question is, why didn't they announce this? It's already been announced. Why didn't they just rehash it? And they chose not to. And to me, that's mm -hmm. a red flag. So I'm going to say no. Um, I I still think I'm in the boat of that it is going to happen. Um. I, I've, but the longer, I don't want to say the longer it goes, because my reasoning for a lot of this is that it doesn't matter how long it is, it's it's still locked. But the longer I go, it does make me wonder why, I don't know, like why they don't address it in a more formal way, you know? Right, it's, just it's, rehash it. All they had to do was throw his face up there on the Disney Investor Day and say, hey, by the way, this is still happening. We're yes. still working on this. And they didn't. But also, all they have to do is say that it's not happening. So, that too, yeah. That too. So since it falls on, it's just so easy why to just <laughs> go either way. I don't understand, um, you know, why 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 they don't go either way. So I just have to assume that it is happening because it's it's it sure. has been announced. So yep, sure. Um, all right, well, that's it for Will the Force. Uh, we have a pretty big uh, Kessel Run coming up here, so uh, let's get to our next section, which is the Patreon Pod Race. Yeah, guys, it's time for the Patreon Pod Race. So there are lots of different ways you can support us. You can like this video, comment, subscribe. You can follow us on all, all the uh, podcast platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Music, I think, Amazon Play, whatever they're called. There's so many different ones. Podcast, uh, podcast, podcast. Yeah, podcast, whatever. Uh, you can follow <laughs> us on Twitter at RBATSWNN or on Instagram at The Resistance Broadcast. Um, if you want more than that, including extra content, exclusive stickers and mailings and Discord access and much more, you can head over to patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. Starting at $2 a month, you support the show, you help us create new content and do what we want to do as we plan into this year and hopefully next year as we get into more normal activities and conventions mm -hmm. and whatnot. So that being said, we want to thank our top tier, our generals, who get to be a part of the show through this segment. So first of all, thank you generals. I'm going to take a big breath here. Carmelo, Andrew Staley, Jeremy Myers, Neil Shaw, David Probus, John Reese, Micah Harrison, Jetta Rosewater, Michael Gaines, Beerfet Bethany, Russ Harbison, Kendall Gelnar, Paul Olson, Jake Houchins, Jeffrey Connery, uh, Oliver Lewis, Dave Hornack, Frank Grande, and Val Trichkoff. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate everything Ooh, you do for the show. You. Um, this week, 
we have Andrew, General Andrew, and we asked him a question and he gets a chance to be a part of the show and give us his answer. So his question was, what is the funniest Star Wars movie and what is the funniest moment from it? So Andrew, take it away. Hey guys. So you asked me what was the funniest Star Wars movie and I brought in a couple of friends of mine to help me uh, give my answer and so I'll bring them in here. I thought Solo was the funniest movie so far of the franchise. Uh, great banter between Han and Beckett and everybody else in the movie Lando. It was awesome. Uh, this part on Severine where Han confronts Enfy's nest and then the Falcon takes off and catches him by surprise was by far my favorite part in that movie with uh, as far as humor goes. So Solo was the funniest movie and hoping that we see these guys again in Solo 2 or series. Either way, Let's bring these guys back. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. May the force be with you. Great job, Andrew. We love Solo here. John, what yeah. did you think of his answer? Love it, man. You know it. Make Solo 2 happen. And I think I agree with you. Solo is really funny. I don't, I don't know if it's the funniest. It's certainly up there, though. And you make a great point about the Savarine part. That does still make me laugh. So, And way to bring in uh, Chewie and Han there for to help you out through the Padres. But... Uh, as always, you're the man. Thank you, Andrew. May the force be with you and make Solo 2 happen, bud. James? Yeah, that uh, that's tricky. When when you said it, though, when you're like Solo, I'm like, yeah, it's probably Solo. Um, just because Han's so good. And I think just like when you talk about that movie, you talk about how fun it is, right? It's not the serious. It's not the heavy. It's not the big weighted whatever story. It's fun. It's a fun movie. So I think with fun comes funny and it's a good time. So I think you're probably on the right track with it being the funniest movie. Good answer. And uh, thanks for being a general. Andrew, great answer. We love Solo here. Hashtag make Solo 2 happen. Um, I think that movie is hilarious from the same things that you said where they interact with each other from mm -hmm. the part where they're in the, the Millennium Falcon and they all yell when the lights go back on. That always makes me laugh. Or the part where he's talking to Dryden Voss and he's like, we've got a pilot. And he points yeah. at himself. I laugh every time. So thank you so much. Thank you for su your support. We hope you're doing well. Also, just as just a side note for people out there, Andrew has the cutest cats, if anybody was wondering. So, yeah. One of them named you know. Ray, right? Is that Yes. Right? Ray and Luke. Yep. Um, all right. So thank you so much. Now we're going to head into the Kessel Run. John? Yeah. It is time for the Kessel Run, the 12 most adorable moments in Star Wars. You've never heard of the Millennium Falcon? It's the ship that made the Kessel Run in less than 12 parsecs. All right. Uh, Star Wars is known for a lot of things. It's adventure, thrills, action, comedy, heartache, love, excitement. But one thing it also has is adorable moments. Uh, so we've put together our combined list of the 12 most adorable moments in Star Wars from our perspectives our point of view, and uh, we obviously want you to let us know what your picks would be uh, as a part of this here. So in the comments on YouTube or hit us up on Twitter, quote tweet the episode listing your uh, your favorite adorable moments, uh, whatever you want to do. Shout it out loud and, and let everybody know uh, what you think about this and let us know what you think about our takes. Um, so yeah, we're going to go around here each uh, taking a turn, getting to 12 to honor Han and Chewie doing the Kessel Run. Uh, in less than 12 parsecs. So uh, first up, we're going to go with Lacey. Lacey, um, first, real quick, did you did you enjoy... Did, was it hard for you to come up with adorable moments? 
No, it was hard to narrow them down. I, I thought you were going to say Lacey's going first because she's the most adorable. Thanks, John. Are you? I oh. will go first. <laughs> okay. That, <laughs> All that, right. That wasn't very adorable right there. but Of course it was. Let me know <laughs> why in the comments below. Okay. Um, my first choice is going to come from Return of the Jedi. And, of course, it has to do with Ewoks, but specifically the cutest Ewok, which is Wicket played by Warwick Davis. And this is a moment that I just laugh every time it happens and um, kind of made me fall in love with this movie when I was little too, because it's just so cute. Um, so it's when Leia's talking to Wicket and she hands him the cracker and he does this like head tilt. He's like, what? What is it? <laughs> and like, it's one of those tilts that like dogs do, little baby animals do, kids mm -hmm. do. And when they're trying to like figure out what they want to do next. And it's just that kind of moment that makes Wicket who he is, which is like this curious little Ewok. And uh, I just, I love it. I love everything about it. There's not much else to say except he's adorable. <laughs> yeah. I know that I know that they went back and they added the blinking. Yeah. And it's funny because now, like if, you, if you're like, oh, they didn't need that. And you watch the original one, you're like, oh, they did need that. <laughs> Because yeah. <laughs> it's like it's adorable, but it's like. Yeah, you're like, okay, maybe this is a little strange. He just has a knife all of a sudden. You're like, what is happening? Actually, we were just talking about the teddy bear thing recently, and it's like maybe that's part of it. Is because like teddy bears, they they don't well, blink or they don't have any eyelids or whatever. It's maybe in um yeah. in in Silence of the Lambs, one of Anthony Hopkins like things that he applied to his character Hannibal Lecter was he mm. refused to blink as he was delivering his lines yeah. and it just that's all you yeah. need to know unnerving, yeah. yeah yeah that's good but he is cute now that he blinks and yes. does the head tilt right yeah I mean no, the head he, tilt for sure yeah yeah he was cute always but it's just better now when you realize when you look yeah, back like, in retrospect all yeah. the Ewoks are cute and he's like the cutest of mm -hmm. all the Ewoks. yeah with his little head piece and yeah I just love yeah. the noises he makes. He's like, oh, cha. <laughs> yeah, the little sounds and stuff. Yeah, it's good. Um, good pick. Good pick. Am James, I up next time? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with, and, and you know, I think we're going to see a lot of animals on this list because um, I think that's just naturally what we go to, creatures, like dogs yeah. and cats and creatures and stuff. So one of the first things that I thought of right away is the, um, is the Porg that uh, is reacting to Chewbacca <laughs> getting ready to eat the other Porg. Oh, um, yeah. Because I think that is, they looked at all the science that goes into what makes something cute, which actually is a real thing, by the way. Look it up. Yeah, there um, is. Yeah. yeah. And they just put all of those features onto that Porg um, to try to amplify its um, helplessness in that moment. <laughs> and... Uh, it's super cute and obviously had an effect on Chewbacca. Um, I mean, even the Porgs in general are, are fairly cute, but uh, even like right before that scene, he's like, get out of here. And then they show the one and they like zoom in and yeah. they make <laughs> them like a noise. Furby basically or something. It's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, this thing. I had this actually on my honorable mentions. I had the, the Porg stomping on the lightsaber before Ray mm -hmm. picks it up. I thought that was really cute, but yeah. The funniest thing about this pork is this is the pork that Ryan kept. Is this specific pork? Right. Oh, is it? Oh. Yeah. yeah, I know. That. Yeah, and it's. Uh, I remember you know seeing it the first time, 
in the theater and it's that moment where Chewie's like this and then it flat it pans to the pork <laughs> and everyone just goes oh <laughs> <laughs> like yeah so yeah and he's he's you can see like his little porg like his eyes are glassed over with tears yeah. it's yep. just yeah they just did everything they could can you do a porg could. noise john is that no that's can cardi b that's Sorry. cardi b yeah <laughs> yeah oh okay <laughs> that's pretty good yeah that's pretty good all right um good pick all right my first pick um which one do i want to start with uh actually since Lacey started off with ewoks i'll do my ewok one too uh the ewok that hugs han's leg <laughs> as c-3po is telling the story about han being frozen in carbonite um, <laughs> i think that's so funny because it's just like c-3po is telling the story of star wars to get everybody <laughs> caught up like last time on star wars and he's telling this mm-hmm. whole story and then he's like t glow carbon and then the the ewok just walks over grabs his leg like a little kid would grab <laughs> their dad's leg and han's like oh geez you know but yeah, what uh, did i get into type thing <laughs> it just shows that they, how much they care about them now after they were about to eat them 45 minutes ago so, <laughs> yeah I, I thought that was pretty i thought that was a cute cute adorable moment um I didn't yeah. read that so much as like what did I get into as is the kind of like all right all right don't get yeah. all mushy on me <laughs> no kinda. yeah that's what yeah. I mean yeah he's like okay yeah uh, that's yeah I love that I love moment. when Han's thrown in like loving emotional situations and he doesn't know how to compute <laughs> yeah yeah and I'm not that, sure that whole I'm scene not... is great though by the way with just to throw it out there that the c-3po like how he's R2 delivering the lines the, and the sound yeah, effects the sound and effects. how all of them are reacting oh. and it's recapping the the series and the third one yeah you know for you it's, it's like yeah. oh man you almost want c-3po to like do that again for like return of the oh. jedi yeah (laughs) or like even the other movies you know like if in uh episode nine he had this like telling the children or something you know or something yeah people would say it was too much like return of the jedi and i I wouldn't no yeah yeah Yeah. i get that all right um pick four lacy you're back up here so i'm gonna go from wicket to obviously the creature that everybody thinks is adorable not just me everyone which would be grogu so my Mm. and trust me there was a wealth of Grogu moments to pick from. Basically everything he's ever done. But I picked the one that stood out to me as made me laugh the hardest slash has been stuck in my head since it happened, which was in, I believe, this is it the second chapter? or the Yeah, the second chapter, because it's after Cobb Vanth, mm-hmm. the second chapter of season two. So that would be chapter 10, right? 10? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh my mm-hmm. God, numbers. Um uh, they're roasting the crate dragon uh, meat on, meat. Yeah. yeah, on a thing from the engine of the Razor Crest, and it's when they cut to Grogu, and he's like, what? <laughs> 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 he looks so excited, which sets up obviously the rest of the season where he's eating nonstop. But mm-hmm. it's just the between his eyes being gigantic and his mouth being open and the noise he makes. Oh my gosh! I just I love it. I love it so much, and it's you so funny to me. And steak is my favorite food, so I felt like we connected on a level that no one can connect on. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's my favorite. Would you eat crate dragon? Sure. If it's cooked, why not? Right. James, you just roll your eyes. <laughs> no, I was taken back to that thing where it's like, what would you order at Dex's diner? Oh, and yeah. I was like, I, I don't think I'd eat like anything because I'd just be like, I don't, 
I mean, it, if it's yeah, cooked, it, though, it's although it meat, did but get it's like killed dog, and then it got right? put would on you a eat speeder. Dog? It got dog put is a... meat, right? It's cooked. no, I would not eat a dog. But this <laughs> I know is that's different. what I'm saying. It's like it's different. But it cut. They cut it and then you put it on the bike, which also honorable mention is when he sees the meat on the bike in the episode before, and he's yeah. like, "What?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it just makes me laugh so much, and I love it. I have that's that like. I can't even tell you, like, probably 20 versions of that screenshot on my phone. Because every time I see it, I just save it. Mm. Yeah, that's a good that's a good pick. You can't go wrong with Grogu. And that's definitely and a steak. good moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, James, you are up for your second pick. This is our fifth pick out of 12. The 12 most adorable moments in Star Wars. What do you got? Um, yeah, I wanted to generally stay with um, the live action stuff. But there was one that really popped out to me um, from Clone Wars. And that is uh, when you see Plo Koon finding Ahsoka um, as a youngling. Um, they did they did kind of what um, I was talking about earlier is like they they show this scene where he leans down to her and she reaches up to him and then they cut and they show her face and she's got like these big eyes and it's it's almost it's like th- there is a, a a Japanese thing like the chibi. It's like the yeah, baby, yeah. adorable, cute version of a character. Um, mm-hmm. And um, there's like childlike elements to a chibi character. And I feel like that is Dave Filoni pulling in and being like, we're going to make chibi Ahsoka. And it's mm-hmm. just like this really cute, adorable baby version of her. Um, and I think like they... Like most people don't even really think of it, but there is like this this connection between her and Plo Koon. Um, and when you see, you know, when you revisit that scene of them meeting for the first time, it just it's like emotional and adorable and cute. Mm-hmm. It's like there's so much that goes into that particular scene that's um really hits uh hard, you know, after you've experienced so much with that character, you know. Be able mm-hmm. to see like little baby Ahsoka. It's so cute. Yeah, <laughs> she looks like one of those little ceramic dolls that you see people like just pose yeah. in place. It's weird. It's like a three D version of us of a toy or something like a stuffed yes. toy. Yeah. yeah. Right on. Cute. Yeah. Um. So that's mine. Good pick. Yeah. Ahsoka has really had. I mean, that's obviously a flashback, but like one of the characters where you really see like cradled to death i mean we haven't seen her die yet but we know like when you see her die you'll see that clip attached to it yeah Probably. exactly guarantee yeah it. yeah someone will make um that. all right uh halfway there with this pick here i'm going with dio in the rise of skywalker specifically the spot when finn is worried about ray and dio rolls up and just goes she's gone i i miss her and <laughs> I, d- I, I don't know if it's just because I'm such a JJ fanboy and I know he did the voice, but Dio is kind of overlooked in the movie a little bit but uh, because BB-8's still there and there's so much going on. But he's just so adorable and his, his, like, his fear and his timidity when he backs away of things, no thank you, no thank mm-hmm. you, and that sort of thing. He's like, it's like when you adopt a dog that had been abused and you're trying to like, get it to warm up to things again. And that's mm-hmm. pretty much, I think, what they were going for there. Because I think they said it was Chris Terrio or somebody had adopted a dog that had gone through that similar situation. They I want to say it was Dio. Chris Terrio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They based Dio on that. And then the cherry on the Sunday is that it's JJ doing the voice. So I just thought, I think that's a cute moment. Uh, and it almost and didn't have the voice, too. It, it didn't was robotic. Originally. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it was like a last minute change. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's what they rolled out on stage. He didn't have the voice, right? Yeah. And the toys don't have the voice either, which is so frustrating as someone that collects the toys is if they press the button and it doesn't have the voice. If they made a new one with JJ's voice, I would buy it for sure. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's cool. The little RC thing that I have behind me, it's right here. Yeah. Wrong side. It's cute. It's just, it doesn't do the voice. And the voice is the best part, you know? Yes. I have a squeaky wheel. <laughs> I have a squeaky wheel. Um, all right. I'm up next. I'm yeah. going to go to something we kind of touched on earlier, which is um, a Han moment. Um, I love Han Solo and all the different, obviously, points that we meet him in his life. But there's just something about Han in The Force Awakens that really kind of stuck with me and i think it's because he reminds me of my dad bill gill a lot like his attitude where he's just like i don't care but i do care but i'm not gonna act like it and like i'm gruff and i fix things um but it's (laughs) but it's the part where he gets to talk adana with ray and he offers her a job and she goes you know i have to get back and he goes too bad chewy kind of likes you and you can clearly tell that like from the moment he's offering her the job he's like you could take this job, but you, like, you don't have to. It's, like, not a big deal. It's, like, not mm-hmm. doesn't pay well, blah, blah, blah. But you could tell that, like, he's grown attached to her and, like, he wants her to come along. And, like, he – then you, like, realize after the fact that Ben's his son and that what is has happened with Ben, he's probably, like, I don't know if I want to put myself out there with a young person again because last time it didn't go so well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, there's this just really acute moment with Ray – where he's like offering her the job and he wants her to come with him and uh we know what comes next but that moment in itself is just really cute and her reaction to him where she like scrunches up her nose and smiles at him um i just love it i loved their interaction there yeah so you're doing the whole scene well it's specifically like no 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 no, i understand but i thought it was just the nose scrunch (laughs) like alone. oh no 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 my if we're picking like one specific thing, it's him saying too bad Chewie kind of likes you. Like that, like that to me too. is very, yeah. very Han. And it's so adorable that like it's him trying to like brush off that. Oh, you don't want to come with me? Okay, whatever. Like, right, he's letting his guard down a little I bit. I just love it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. it uh, the only reason I say that is because it's interesting to me that you're, uh, it seems like you're saying this, that Han is adorable in this scene. And he I'm. Is. I know, but I, I don't think of that. I I think oh. of like it being Daisy's most adorable scene in all of Star Wars. I think Daisy's most adorable scene is where she's eating the stuff and puts the helmet on at the beginning of TFA, where she's dreaming of leaving with the ships. Yeah, and she's smiling one. with the yeah. helmet on. That to me yeah. is the most adorable Daisy scene. But um, honorable, yeah, mention. no, with this and Han. I don't know. It just stuck with me. I was like, and then it reminds me of like Empire Strikes Back and New Hope where he's calling Luke kid and he's telling like acting like he doesn't care about Leia and that kind of thing and doesn't want to be with them. But he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just I love Han Solo. <laughs> um, um, good pick. All right. Number eight, James, uh, you are up next. What do you got? Um, You know, I don't think we got to spend a whole lot of time on this next one here. It's just it's the first time seeing Baby Yoda. Oh my god! Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't really know what to say that well, everybody well, listening doesn't already know, but it's right. just that you see the scene and you go, 
That's probably the most adorable thing that's ever happened in Star Wars, probably. You know? Well, because the moment you ju- the moment you just said that, everyone's brain flashed to the moment yeah. they saw it. And, and everyone just made a noise things. like I did. Oh, my God. That little blanket comes down and, and like oh. you say, self-explanatory. Uh, great pick. I, you must feel like it had to have been on this list or else yeah. we would have been called frauds. I, it's I funny because, you know, this is the first time I've ever written in my answers. You guys normally go and then I do last. I, I still I try to get you to every time. James Bainey. I know. But like, he, he so, likes the theatrics. Yeah. Um, but I looked at the list and I was like, that wasn't on the list. That's crazy to me. So yeah. I left it off because I figured you were going to pick something and not tell us. So I was like, let me leave some obvious ones on there. <laughs> I just I, I went hipster with it. And I'm like, I don't do the trendy like. Grogu pick. Ew. Um, All right. All right. My next pick is uh, after Han gets thawed out at Jabba's palace and gets thrown to the cell, uh, he realizes that Chewie's in there and Chewie realizes he's in in there and Chewie hugs him and then grabs him from behind and starts petting his head and Han goes, I'm all right, pal. I'm all right. Like it just shows how much Chewie loves Han and he's just Mm -hmm. like petting his head and like taking care of him. Like the best, the best friendship in movie history, Han and Chewie. Mm-hmm. And that's one of those moments where you're like, oh man, look at Chewie just taking care of his buddy who's just, he can't see and he's all sweaty. And, and I love the part where, he, right after that, where he's telling him about Luke, he's like, Jedi Knight, everyone leave and everyone gets delusions of grandeur. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, Lacey, you are up next. We each have one pick left in the Kessel mm-hmm. Run. We are pick. 10 of 12, the 12 most adorable moments in Star Wars. So I kind of feel like a liar because I did say Ray's the cutest moment is when she puts her helmet on at the beginning of TFA and she's like mm. smiling and looking at the sky. She falls into this final pick, but it's not necessarily because of her. Uh, it's where Ray and BB-8 meet for the first time when she fights off the Tito and specifically when <laughs> she fixes his antenna and then she's like, okay, go this way, but don't, you know stay off of this mm-hmm. and stay away from the sinking fields and then bb8 makes all those noises that like but i'm alone and yeah. like mm-hmm. it's clearly that's what he's saying and she's just like "Ugh, okay come on and then he goes and he rolls after her. yeah that is my cool. favorite bb8 like moment that. yeah and i think it just kind of solidified for me in that first movie meeting bb8 and his personality for the first time because when you really see him with poe he's kind of going through the motions he's getting plans he's running away that type of thing but here you get to actually see that like he's got a personality and he's kind of cheeky but like he's cute and adorable and friendly mm-hmm. um he knows how to turn up the charm and i just i loved it but yeah the i'm alone gets me every time but i'm alone <laughs> <laughs> the perk the perk up is good too though because yeah. i remember seeing mm-hmm. that the first time and laughing like oh that's funny Whee! <laughs> yeah all right um pick 11 james your last pick what uh what's your most adorable moment in star wars so <laughs> i didn't put a specific moment and I, it might be I, cheating you guys might force me to do something here but i i felt like it was important to just not pick a moment because my most adorable thing in star wars is jake lloyd as he a whole he is pretty cute He's and the, and cute. I was like, okay, he's pretty cute. So let me think of a, let me think of something. And I was like, oh, that's yeah, but that one is, but this one's also. And I mean, I was like going through it. And I'm like, literally everything he does is cute. Like if he's happy, he's adorable. 
If he's angry, he's adorable. If he is cold and he misses his mother, he's adorable. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter to think of any line in the movie, whether it's like, yippee, or like, are you an angel? Or like, um, the no, faces Mr. Qui-Gon. Like, it, do- it doesn't matter what it is. It, <laughs> he, he like exemplifies cuteness. And I think that's all direction from George to be like, I'm going to push this as far left as I can to make him the the cutest kid because we're going to end up here and I want this to be a, an extreme. So Tragic, I don't want to give yeah. him any anything that could lead to him being like kind of a bratty kid or annoying or anything like that. I think just every time he's on screen, he's extremely adorable, unlike even Porgs. There's times when Porgs are annoying or, or they don't yeah. look cute or whatever, but not Jake Lloyd. I'm a person, and my, my name is Anakin. <laughs> my yeah. favorite I'm sequence like, oh, though is when that's he's very cute. <laughs> when he's in, <laughs> oh, look, he's uh, trying to be tough. Yeah, I know. the Naboo starfighter, and he's like, "He told me to stay in this cockpit, and that's what I plan to do." Like it's you're adorable. like, "Oh," and then he's like, "Spin move." You're like, "Oh," and he's like murdering people, and you're like, "Oh my god!" Yes, yeah, like literally <laughs> like blasting cut. people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, it's great. So I, I. I feel like it's cheating a little bit, but I think the point here is like no, just go cute. rewatch the movie and just like every every line of his is super adorable. And go look up behind the scenes pics because they're even more adorable. I think it's adorable that he thinks nobody can kill a Jedi and then he kills all of them. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> <Jedi. laughs> but it that, is because he's like nobody can kill a Jedi, and then that whole table ten years scene later, and, ah! yeah, that whole table scene. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where he's talking and says, "Mom, you say." No, yeah. The worst thing in the galaxy is nobody does. Nobody cares nobody for each other. Each other. Yeah. yeah, nobody helps. Does he remind yeah. you of Bennett a little bit? Mm, I mean, yeah, I guess a little bit. Like Bennett, like both of them say things that is like you're adorable because you you don't fully understand the full scope of things yet. You know, right? Right. Yeah. 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 And Bennett's the only human who can bake. So just like uh, mm-hmm. Anakin with the pod racing, there you go. It's absolutely true. Look at Ben at the big yarn. You do it. It's my lease. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, my last pick. Our last pick in the twelve most adorable moments in Star Wars is uh, Return of the Jedi. Sick dying Yoda with his little blanket. Yoda with his little blanket, <laughs> and he's uh, tries to get it on him, and you know, Frank Oz. Frank Oz is doing it, so he grabs his little hands and he's pulling it up over him. And, <laughs> Uh, just yeah, just like sick little Yoda, and, and and Luke tucks him in, and it's just like so sad, and his voice is like different because he's weak and he's talking to Luke, and he's like, oh, <laughs> it's just so sad, and his little feet are hanging out in the end. Mm-hmm. It's just so damn adorable, and I know you know he's the greatest warrior of all the Jedi, but something about like even the warriors of 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 life when they're at the end and they're they're kind of like helpless and fragile and there's that there's that vulnerability to them and yoda was always kind of cute in an ugly way anyway and then you see him sort of uh at, at the end there and i always found that uh, adorable especially because that, that little blanket and his little jumpsuit in the prequels where he loses his cloak and then jumps down and he's in that little brown jumpsuit and you're like oh this is how he got into the jumpsuit <laughs> that's how he got into the jumpsuit yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah that's that's qui-gon's cloak, qui-gon's cloak yeah yeah, yeah, I don't remember where that came from because I was thinking it was from a certain point of view, but they haven't done Return of the Jedi yet, so I don't know. I don't remember where that came from, but probably somewhere 
really well read. Um, <laughs> all right. So that is our list of the 12 most adorable moments in Star Wars. There's tons of others. Like, I was surprised how quick I came up with my list. I know you guys are pretty quick on yours, too. So I, have a, I, I have could have done fun... just Grogu list. I have a fun we honorable mention. could have done 12 mention. Grogu's without a doubt. Yeah. I have a fun honorable mention, too, which is pictures of Hayden Christensen and Natalie Portman. <laughs> just, oh, just like just pictures like of them promo pictures and them out in public and stuff like that i was like yeah. this is crazy i think they just they totally like bought into the it's star wars and we have to do a thousand photos and yeah you guys are the dream team it's i, I mean know. look we 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 did pretty much all in story stuff you can make a list of a thousand behind oh, the sure. scenes clips of people in star wars doing just the like funniest and, and most adorable things like yeah you and mcgregor yeah. sliding down the the tarps and going like this and like you know there's a lot <laughs> yeah. of uh c3po crashing through the thing there's a lot of fun Lots adorable of carrie fisher or young and old you know crossing like, her legs and drinking yeah. a beer hand yeah just plenty of great <laughs> moments yeah so but that's our in story uh list anyway let us know again what your picks are quote tweet the episode if you're on twitter with your picks and uh, comment on YouTube and share it with a friend. And uh, let us know what you thought of our picks, of course. And uh, we hope you enjoyed this Kessel Run. But now we're going to hear from you in Resistance Transmissions. So we're uh, going to see what Lacey's got here for us. All right, guys. It's time for Resistance Transmissions. <laughs> so as you guys know, every week, John puts up a crazy, wacky situation on Twitter at RBATSWNN. And you guys give your answers. So here they are. All right. The scenario is pick a Star Wars character and what you think they would wish for when they blew out their birthday candles. Ooh. First up is Valerie at ValerieGoGo1. <clears throat> and Valerie said, Lando wishes he had never lost the Falcon to Han. <laughs> I, be I bet that's true. Yeah. All those capes. He lost them all. Yeah. Uh, next up is Mark at De Kind Vacants. And Mark said, Han Solo wishes someone would tell him the odds so he can say how much he doesn't need to know the odds. <laughs> that, that last one makes me wonder, <laughs> do, did Han win all of the stuff in the Falcon? Or was it like, you got my ship, let me get my stuff off before you take it? So I what do you think? He probably he probably let him keep his capes and stuff. I'm sure. In my head canon, he didn't. Because you think you think Lando just got you think Lando just went and like had all new capes made. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I I don't know, man. I could see. I mean, Han they destroyed there. a bunch of capes during the whole Kessel Run thing. His, yeah. His his getup in Rise of Skywalker looks very similar to his solo outfit. <laughs> he just locked all the capes. I could see Han being like. How long is it going to take you to get all your stuff off my ship, you know, and just like letting it really sink in? Didn't we do a joke? We did a joke once that Han sold. I think one of the resistance transmissions was Han sold all the stuff. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. All I'm thinking about is like Cassian. I've been in this fight since I was six <laughs> years old. Lando's yeah. like, I've been in this outfit. I can also picture Lando like going to a random pawn shop in the galaxy and be like, that's my cape. <laughs> Dex is wearing the cape, but it doesn't fit because he's so big. <laughs> All right. Next up is Adam Odal at Odal. Adam, hey, Adam. He said, Kane and Jarrus wishing for some sunscreen. Oh. 
Next up is Christian Morales at Chris underscore Morales underscore one, who said an Imperial stormtrooper wishing for proper target practice. <clears throat> I think that's spot on. That has to be. They have to be wishing for that. <laughs> Next is Kevin Lewis at Thrawn's on fan, who said Cara Dune wishes for a job. <laughs> Oh, that is so topical. <laughs> She's just going to go away. Uh, run, run a deli. Cara Dune's going to be running a deli. Yeah. Next is Matt Skywalker at Jedi underscore adopted. And Matt said, Han and Chewie both wish Disney would hashtag make Solo 2 happen. That's yeah. right, baby. Absolutely. She's- Jonas was tweeting the other day about how much he loves that people, you know, care about Chewie, want to see more from Chewie, and... He told us to keep it going, so don't don't forget, guys. All right, next is teespring.com slash make solo to happen pin. Only a limited Boom. supply. Get yours now. And also it, to spread the word, because not everyone's online. So get your pin, wear it, and uh, get the conversation mm-hmm. going. Yeah, John was holding up a pin. Uh, at Mitch Axness said, Luke wishes he could get some power converters and an ancestry DNA test kit. <laughs> <laughs> what point uh yeah what point would he be wanting for the ancestry kit he knows it's his father until the moment he knows it wasn't his father Hmm. Mm -hmm. and last but not least is alex zukas at zubaka who said jacked (laughs) fish would wish for a protein packed dish yeah Alex is the biggest Jacked Fish fan. He is a huge Jacked Fish <laughs> fan. Yeah. Jack, Jack Fish wants a, a 10% off coupon at GNC. <laughs> right. If Alex, if Alex did the uh, Kessel Run, he'd put Jacked Fish as the most adorable moment in Star Wars. Probably. All yeah. of the four picks would be Jacked Fish for him. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, guys. Thank you so much. If you want to be on the show, make sure to follow us at RBATSWNN on Twitter. Um, and yeah, you can make it on the show. Back to you, John. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening or watching, being a part of the resistance. Please spread the word. If you know people who like Star Wars, who maybe haven't gotten into watching Star Wars podcasts or listening to Star Wars podcasts, share a link with us. Just do bing, copy link, send it to a friend, and you'll be surprised how you help us grow by doing that. So, uh, But make sure you are subscribed yourself. Uh, like Lacey said before, any of the podcast apps out there, Spotify is a great one. Obviously, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Amazon Music, we're there. Tell Alexa to play TRB and boom, well, say the resistance broadcast. Um, also go, like I said, Star Wars <laughs> News Net for all of your Star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, and more. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey and writing and editing over at StarWarsNewsNet.com. And my movie podcast, Just Like the Movies, uh, also on most podcast apps and on Twitter at Just the Movies. Um, James, what uh, what's the deal, man? Where are you at? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Meyer Trunks. Wondering when we're going to see that scene and make in, in Solo Two when Lando gets back on the Falcon and runs around the corner and says, "What'd you do with my capes?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. or maybe the Lando series. <laughs> yeah, Lacey. People can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lacey Gillerin, and you can also see a new Lacey's Outpost on our YouTube channel where I go through things that I've bought over the past couple months and then stuff that you guys have sent me. Very Mm -hmm. cool. Very cool. Did you get a Han Solo and Carbonite by any chance? Not yet, Chris. Brutality. What's our word of the day, guys? Adorable. (laughs) Yeah, that works. That's that's easy and simple. All right. So, uh, yeah, we'll be back on... uh, Thursday 
in some way or another with another episode <laughs> right here on the Resistance Broadcast. And as always, we'll see you around, kids. <laughs>